Hey guys, Amir Ryder here, CEO of Cloud Task. I'm here with Steve Benson, CEO of Badger Mapping. Steve, pleasure speaking to you today. Yeah, thanks for having me, Amir. I'm uh, really excited to be here. So, so add some add some context. We Steve and I met uh, about two weeks ago in San Francisco, and and we had a huge discussion about um, traditional industries such as medical device and pharmaceutical reps, and how there's a a gap we believe in the sales process where there might be a play from the playbook of software companies that they can take to create better efficiency um, for their account executives. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you know, and this is something I've seen in, in my work with field sales teams for a long time is that they're not doing things that software companies do to, to derive more efficiency. And, and really it's, it's the leader. It was a lot of it's the leadership of Salesforce. So they, they, they kind of, went to market with their sales teams in a new way that, that I don't think other industries have caught up to yet, but because they did it, other people in their industry, software companies like mine, for example, we saw what they did and people wrote books about what they did and now everyone copied it. But that, that hasn't revenue, right? flown over. That's, that's the book. That's Aaron Ross. That's the book. Yeah. That's, that's the book. That's the guy. Yeah. Um, so, and he was, he was running their inside sales team that was doing this lead generation back then. And so, and I think, He's just an, ex, you know, an experimental guy and a creative, and he created this new way of doing this from, from where I sit. Um, but anyway, yeah, I mean, it's not being done too, nearly as much in other industries, and so that's, I think it's a really great topic for us to talk about here. Yeah, and, and you know, this covers all field organizations and all traditional industries that rely on field reps, but for this topic discussion, I might want to narrow into medical device because it's a, it's a position that I've held for a surgical robotic company. Um, and it's a position that um, somebody close to me had, a senior management position. And, you know, when you're, when you're in medical device or pharmaceutical, you're often in your car, right? You're, you're driving to a doctor's office, to a medical center, right? You're driving um, past new prospects, past existing customers. And you don't really have a lot of visibility into where you're driving by, right? And one of the things that was interesting is, is when I had this medical device company, I also had um, a team of virtual assistants, let's call them in the Philippines, because this was the beginning of CloudTask, right, in 2014. And there were situations where I had my headphones on and our team would be dialing for me while I was driving, right? And, and we used to use Google Maps and things to find out who was close. And that's what intrigued me so much about Badger Mapping was the fact that I was almost doing a, a like a like a beginner version, in, in where you made this much more sophisticated, right? Um, and it and and it's uh, I looked at my team as almost like the the people in the field. You know, I was a tank general, and they're telling me instructions what to do, right? And and it's um, it worked really well. And then, you know, we had a situation where one of our first customers was a company called SRS Medical, um, and they worked with people in in uh, urology and and with three hours a day we were able to set up more qualified meetings than the actual account executive that hires was able to attend which was a big a big light bulb moment where you can say hey there's there's kind of a, a hole here so you know mm -hmm. I, I guess i'm gonna ask this question do you see uh, medical device companies kind of waking up to this notion that hey there might be a more efficient way uh, to go to market or are they still needing some education um, well, we, I mean, I, this is a group that I work a lot with med device. I mean, obviously, you know, if, if they, they have field salespeople and so they, they need to build routes and design a schedule. 
which is what we help do at Badger. So this is a group I talk to a lot. I honestly don't see them using inside salespeople that much. Um, uh, you know, and I guess that's, that's really the key issue here is like they're sending one person out into the field and they're supposed to set their own meetings. They're supposed to generate their own leads. They're supposed to manage existing customers that people have, that they've, that they've already got buying from them. Um, and they're supposed to, in the case of like uh, med devices that need to be like tuned and fixed and managed, they're supposed to go out and l go out with like a wrench and tighten the screws, right? Oh yeah. And uh, and the in the in software we would treat that as in the in the software industry we're we've been treating that as five separate jobs, or I guess we've we've evolved to start treating that as five se separate jobs. And I and I haven't seen med device companies really do that. Um, and I guess. Uh, you know, we, I, I think it's just exposure. I bet they will be doing it in five years or 10 years. Right. But they, yeah, there, there's they, an opportunity for them to, and this is why we're trying to help them. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And, 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 you know, you, you discovered this and, and so I think it's one of these things where whenever there's a service or there's a piece of software that needs to be built before it's been built, people are doing it by hand and that's just the nature of it. And then people realize, Oh, I could automate this. Oh, I could, I could build a whole service around this piece that I, that people could, could hire. Um, and so, you know, this, this is, this is a, uh, this is definitely an example of that where ever from, from the beginning of the time with our, our, our product for, as an example, everyone has always, every salesperson has had to manage their schedule. They've had to use a map. They've had to use some, a Rolodex or a CRM or something to track their, you know, where are, who are my customers, a contact management system of some sort. Um, they've needed to have a, a calendar it used to be on paper, then it moved to computers, but we just took that whole process and, and, uh, and, and, and built a piece of software around it that connects to their CRM. And so it, uh, it and, and it's, it's very similar, I think, to what you guys have done in that you, even though you're, you're, you have a service and you know, it's, but it's the same concept where people were doing this themselves and you realized, oh, this is a scalable service we could build around this. You could just, you could hire your SDRs and BDRs and, and, and everything else. You can bring this in as a service, you know, that, that functions. You can just pick up, pick up a functioning team. And that's, it, this is something that I think MedDevice will be taking advantage of in the future. 100%. You touched on a lot of good points there. One of them was customer success um, and, and it's almost like you said there's another position you could break out that that's not our focal point of discussion here but it it brings back memories of uh, the company that we did help where the one rep had a had a quota right they had a quota but they also mm -hmm. were responsible for fixing machines in the field can you yeah. imagine driving two hours to an account and two hours back as you're covering a big territory having mm -hmm. a quota and having to fix machines. Right. Um, it was right. Hard, and, and, right. And, and frankly, I mean, it's not crazy, right? I mean, when I started my software career, I, we were doing the same thing where it was where we would have the, the same person be in charge of keeping the customer happy um, and dealing with the tech of it. Like if the software went down, you're supposed to fix it. Uh, and, and the, and also you were the salesperson. So I, I, maybe we should define some of this stuff for these guys. Cause I, I think when we throw around terms like customer success or TAM, uh, I, I'm not even sure like someone in the med medical device industry would know what this is, right? These yep. are software terms. So, um, everyone's familiar with the concept of an account manager or an AE, right? And that's, that's what 
I would, that, that's what I would say people, territory manager, however you want to describe it. That's what the, the medical device industry would have today. They have this one rep and they're a super rep, right? So they generate their leads. Uh, whereas in software, we would call the lead generation role either an SDR or a BDR. Yep. And actually that's, that, that's an important bit. So inbound, so sales development rep or business development rep. And, and that role is generally broken out further into inbound leads that are coming to you, go through one type of sales rep, and outbound leads, we are calling and generating new, new opportunities and leads that will then be passed to the account manager. That's a different role. 100%. And some people, even have a, some people even have a different role that's like sales support, like AE support, that is actually um, more in charge of just managing their schedule and setting leads with existing opportunities, existing prospects you already know about. And some people carve that out. Some people bucketize that with the outbound sales rep. Yeah, but that's yeah. the first. That's the first major split here is is peeling away lead generation from from account managers and from or you know the person who is actually the salesperson who carries the quota, and then you and, and that 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 new peeled out role the SDR is not judged on how many sales they're getting. They're judged on how many qualified meetings they're setting up for the AE. And they don't close business. If someone wanted to buy something, it would always be passed to the AE. Mm-hmm. So, and now by, by focusing people on, on, on one element of the sales process, the, the lead generation versus the, the closing of deals, people tend to get more done. But through focus, through, it's very easy if you're, trying to fo- if you're focused on closing deals all the time, it's, it's very easy to neglect the generation of new leads. And so your pipeline suffers and, and it comes back to bite you, you know, three to yeah, six there, months later. Tasks, right. And it's also the size of your right. company, right? There's a difference between a Medtronics um, and, and a startup medical device company. Right. right? And, and right. they're not treating them. They're not treating it differently. Right. And, and I think mm-hmm. a good question Steve to ask you would be if you were a medical device company put on that hat, what would you rather have two territory managers or account managers, whatever you call them, uh, quota carrying salespeople, two of them crushing their quota or four of them that are having trouble beating it, right? Because, you know, what's, what do you prefer, right? Well, I, I guess it kind of depends on the numbers. I mean, the, 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 the problem with having four reps that aren't doing as well as one, you know, since they're paid to close deals, they're not going to stick around long. But two, uh, if you're, if you have a, four reps instead of two, then you're paying a lot, you're paying, who aren't performing, you're, you're paying out a lot of base, right? So, you know, you're paying base for base salary for people. So, you know, some people may say the the wrong way to think about this is to say, okay, each person makes, let's make the numbers easy, $100,000 a year on target. And so $50,000 of that is base, $50,000 of that is bonus. Mm -hmm. And I have four underperforming reps who I'm not paying any bonus to. So I'm just paying 50 grand each. And so my, my, I'm only spending 200 grand or uh, like no one's making their quotas. They're not even getting into the bonus area. They're, they're, they're not, or you could have two reps who are both making, selling the amount that we wanted to, to have be sold. And so they're each making a hundred. So I'm paying a hundred, I'm paying a hundred grand each. Um, and so you're paying a 200 total of 200 grand again. But you, I think that's the wrong way to think about it because if you, if you have, a team of reps that are underperforming, they're going to a not stick with you. They're going to find a better job, but 
but uh, B, you're also you're you're also just paying out a lot of base because you end up selling you end up paying some bonus in reality, and so you end up paying out more. Steve, we're talking base salaries here, but the one thing we're not talking about is the cost of hiring and the cost mm. of firing. Right? They say that the cost of retraining a territory manager or an account executive is equal to a 12 month salary, right? So if you have yeah. four, that, that makes sense to me. Yeah, you have four quarter carrying guys and, and a unemployment's at an all time low, right? So, so if you're below quota, you're probably looking for a new job because it's a big tell about your career, right? You're, you're under quota, how, how secure do you feel, right? You don't feel secure mm -hmm. if you're below quota. Um, and then you can lose somebody by, by having to let them go or by them resigning, right? Um, and that's, that's, I think, a huge opportunity where, you know, we take that question back, what would you rather have, four or two? And a lot of people would say, I'd rather have two beating quota. Some would say four, right? You can't ever make everybody happy, but that's, I think that's where this SDR, BDR, this lead qualification role comes in because really what it's doing is it's creating greater efficiency for account executives, right? It's create, mm -hmm. and, and this is where, you know, we talk about the role, then we talk about technology because like anything else, technology is so intertwined in our, in our daily lives um, that results are based on training technology and people, right? So mm -hmm. from an efficiency standpoint, people are, you know, it, when they hear this conversation, right, they're not really aware of Badger mapping and they're not aware of CloudTask or the role of SDRs, right? So we're almost mm -hmm. giving, we're almost talking about two things at once. And for some people listening, it's almost, it's almost two things wrapped up that need, need some digestion, right? But the role of a sales development rep is to set up qualified meetings. And what are their channels, right? What, what, let's talk about their channels. Their channels are LinkedIn, which is growing in momentum for all industries, right? Doctors who, and I'm talking about doctors, but it could be, it could be industrial equipment. It could be other field industries, right? Mm -hmm. They were typically not on LinkedIn. They're now coming on LinkedIn, right? Um, they weren't on Facebook. They're now coming on Facebook. There's groups, right? Dental, medical device groups. They're get together. So that's a big channel. Phones. Mm -hmm. Everybody says, you know, when, when somebody says that something is dead, the phones are dead, they're very much alive. And that's what we found out. We found that uh, the number of people calling to make appointments to doctors has dropped. People are walking in. So now there's a big opportunity. And then emails, right? Emails and SMS texting. So those are the tools that a sales development rep has to set up a qualified meeting. But then when you layer on Badger mapping, you create visibility and you create visibility that gives efficiency because a field rep can't teleport from, let's say, Tampa, Florida to um, Miami, right? They're, they're all in Florida, but they're, it's a five-hour drive, right? So what Badger mapping does, in my opinion, and I saw this opportunity before we even met, right? And that's why I love finding the, the founders that you know took that little light bulb. I said, hey, wish I had this couple of years ago and, that, and I met you, right? I'm like, it's been, it's been built. Um, mm -hmm. It gives people visibility into a pipeline that they're driving by, right? If you're, if you're driving every day to a hospital, you need to know the pipeline that's around it because potentially you're driving by millions of dollars worth of business. And now having Badger Mapping, working with a sales development rep, a sales development rep has visibility into where you are but where you should be, right? Because it's a lot easier in a conversation. In my, like when people, if somebody was to call me and I was a doctor and someone said, Dr. So-and-so, um, Jane with XY Medical happens to go to 
XY facility every day to work with Dr. So-and-so. I noticed that you're, you happen to be very close by. She's there today. Can't she stop by to introduce herself? Now that's a little warm, right? Because you, you, you're adding context to who you work with close by. They probably know the person, right? They, it's a small mm -hmm. world in medical. We, we keep picking mm -hmm. on medical and it's just a missed opportunity where it's not a random call. It's I, I know where you are. I know that I go by you every day. I know I can help you. Can I stop by? And it, it creates this efficiency because what I've seen happen firsthand is I've seen, I've seen people in this industry get key accounts that are far away from each other. And what that does is it creates a situation where quotas going up, right? Because awareness for the device is going up, quotas going up, everybody has their goals, but now that person is stuck driving on a triangle Right. And, mm -hmm. and leaders don't, it, Hey, you have a quarter of a job to do. Right. So they don't necessarily train the account executives, the importance of building accounts within that territory. Right. And I think that the combination of SDR, uh, an SDR and badger mapping eliminates the need for leaders to educate their people on that. Cause we just get it done, which is great. Right. Cause it's a very, it's an easy concept for us to grasp. Right. Mm -hmm. There's no education. Yeah, no, and, I, and I think that's the key takeaway is that, a, you can split this role out. So that's one area you can get efficiency is just by having, instead of having, instead of, if you already got three reps in your team, instead of hiring a fourth, hire someone who frankly costs a lot less. You know, you pay an SDR, it's more of a junior role. So it's someone earlier in their career usually, and the price is just lower than than that of an AE. And so instead of buying the fourth AE, you buy an SDR who supports them and builds their routes for them, generates leads for them, and you make all three of your existing AEs that much more effective and efficient. And uh, and then if they are in the field, I guess this is point two, if they are in the field, if you give them the Badger map in conjunction with this, with this SDR, the SDR can set these appointments in a way that makes sense on the map. They can, they can see, okay, the AE has already has an appointment at 10 o'clock and one at 2.30 next Tuesday. I see they, I know they live here, so I'm going to look to set appointments that are, that are along that route and on the way home. Whereas when I set their, their route for Wednesday, I see they're going this other direction. I'm going to set the meetings that make sense like this. Is that, that the combination of those, of those two tools, one having, having an SDR that's a car, doing it in a carved off way from the actual AE role into having a, a scheduling and mapping software to, to, to assist them and facilitate the communication between these two people, you can really get a lot of efficiency out of your, out of your AE team and make, make the resources that you have a lot more powerful for really a very, not much of a, not, not a very meaningful cost, frankly. I mean, the software is 35 bucks a month per rep and, uh, and then getting an SDR is a tiny cost compared to hiring another AE. It, it is, so. it's, it's a, it's a huge opportunity. I, it's, it's low hanging fruit. It's a wide open um, opportunity for a lot of leaders to, to pay. It's a lot of sales leaders to pay attention to. And it, it it's interesting because it just, it, I got reminded of a scenario um, where early on CloudTask was actually hired by a dental device company. And mm -hmm. I just, it just popped in my head, Steve, because, because it brings up a good point. Um, I tried doing this for, rudimentarily, right? This was before we had a partnership. It was, it was done with just Google maps, right? Mm -hmm. We actually found that some reps, this medical, uh, this uh, dental device company did not want the, didn't want the help. And, and, and we know why they didn't want the help. We didn't want the help because they didn't want people to know where they were going. Um, it became very clear that 
they felt uncomfortable because I think there's a lot of a lot of open holes, right? And and you might have an account executive who's all focused on work that they, they don't need self motivation, but some guys are underperforming. You know, they might take some time. They might take some free time themselves. They stop by their girlfriends. Um, mm -hmm. They stop by their competitors. Who knows what they're doing, right? But we found that some people didn't want maps, right? And and if you, that's a big red flag, right? Because that shows why are they not hitting quota? Probably because they're not working 40 hours a week, right? And this technology yeah. is not here to manage field staff. It's, make, it's to make them optimized and efficient. But as soon as somebody says, I don't want qualified meetings, I don't want you mapping where I'm going, that's a red flag. And I've seen that firsthand. Yeah, it's actually... Uh it's an interesting element of, of deploying this software onto a team is we've seen a lot of times where um, when, when the software is deployed and one, one thing it does is it tells you, Oh, okay, well this, this meeting, the check-in, the notes were taken from this meeting at this location. And the, and, and we, what we do is we do some math on that and we just, we say, we basically say yes or no. We, you know, this was, this was done here or it was not. And if you want to look, look up where exactly it was done, you can, but like if all the, if all your meeting notes and check-ins throughout the day are taken, you know, from the, from the golf course or from the, from, from someone's house, then you know, they're not actually going out and seeing people and really sales managers historically haven't known what's going on in the field truly. And sometimes people are working really hard and performing really well. Sometimes people are working really hard, but not performing really well, maybe because they have a crappy territory. And sometimes people are performing really well, but not working hard, which might be because they have an awesome territory. They just have like, you know, they've got these six deals that just are cash cows for them. And so they don't really have to do a lot of work. They can kind of sit on their laurels and still make, still make the money. Um, and, and one thing that does happen when you, when you deploy Badger to a team is it shows sales management kind of it shines it shines light into a previously dark area and shows sales management oh wow this rep that we hired eight months ago and wasn't performing it looks like they're not leaving their house really so that's why they're not performing and it also might show oh this guy that is really was really performing is actually just mailing it in because they we they just have a great territory and but they, they don't have to they're they're not actually really working hard and this other guy it might they might find out. Oh, we were we were thinking about firing this guy because he's underperforming. But we we just figured out he's he's out there pounding the pavement all day. But it looks like his his territory just isn't it isn't as good. It kind of sucks, and you can see that now that we've put it. Now that we're now that we have all. It's like a record of data. Yeah, exactly. What's it just really says what's happening. Going yeah, I mean, a man and a man a sales manager can ask a rep. You know, hey, what 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 did you do last Tuesday? And they can be like, oh, I did this and this and this. But if a sales manager can just open it up and open up the app and be like, "Oh, I see exactly what they did. Here's their route," uh, it, it does. It, it it means that you have to micromanage less, and and it's just data, truth is being captured. Data is just there. Steve, I, I don't so know. I, should, I don't know if I should bring this up because I'm kind of throwing myself under the bus, um, but I will just to, to be honest. I, I did work for a medical device company, and my uh, territory was a hospital in the city of Fort Pierce, Florida. And mm -hmm. I was originally hired from Miami, Florida, but a, a robot wasn't sold in that market. And the volume of operations was about one a week. Um, I'd go to the hospital probably once a week at tops. I was supposed to be there five times a week. And mm -hmm. had they had badger mapping, they, they you know, I, I hit my quota, I hit my numbers, but uh, I wasn't so true to going there every single day. It was a four hour drive back and forth. There was no surgeries happening. Right. right? So 
you know, even that little piece of technology would have had a track record um, of what was going on. And, you know, I'm guilty. Um, yeah, well, I think and everyone is, right? It's a, one nice thing about the sales role is that it is very autonomous. And so, and, but that doesn't mean that it's not good for an, a company to capture that information. And, 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 and maybe, it, you know, it, it can create truthful conversations to happen. Like maybe it would make some more sense for you to, to have talked to your manager and been like, yeah, do we really want me doing this every day or should I be in this area trying to sell new stuff? Right. Like, uh, you know, should I, should I stay in Miami and not drive to Fort Myers so that I can, you know, I, we should try to get a new machine out there. I shouldn't be driving to Fort Myers every day. That's stupid. Hundred percent. They wouldn't let me sell robots. I was just selling surgeries. So, so that's why I was kind of handcuffed. Um, but back to also um, the nature of the role, right? It, it, it's a role also where, your, your miles are expensed, your gas is expensed, right? You have meals. Mm -hmm. So what I found, and maybe you see this as well, is that a lot of, a lot of traditional industries, such as medical and pharmaceutical, we're, we're going to pick on them a little bit more, they may have made investments into technologies like Salesforce, right, um, and CRMs. And, and what I found was that user adoption was extremely low. But guess what? That makes a lot of sense. They're not sitting behind computers every day, right? They're not. They're not. Right. Their offices, their car. Um, they yeah. need, they need to submit a gas expense report or a meal expense report by a certain time, but they don't get expense. So the priority is not to fill in information with Salesforce. The priority is those expense reports, and that's not creating any efficiency for the company. Um, it's just creating more cost for the company and and a, and a higher cost of customer acquisition. Is this something that you've seen? Have you seen low technology adoption for the companies in your industry? And, and what CRMs, what technologies do you see them adopting, if any? Yeah. So this, this is a big issue, right? Like, so uh, amongst outside salespeople, well, I think to step back, CRMs, I think have about a 50% um, successful adoption rate, meaning that they successful, meaning the company bought it, the company deployed it, the company got it up and running and the sales team started using it for the things that they, that the company wanted them to use a CRM for about 50%. I think that that, that, that number actually goes way, way down um, with outside sales teams because they're not at a desk and most CRMs, uh, basically all CRMs are built to, to be operated from your computer. These guys aren't whipping out their computer to do their job. They're whipping out their phone they're supposed to go back, you know, at the end of the day or at the end of the week and put in all their notes into the CRM. That doesn't work all that well um, in, in actual practice of running around from meeting to meeting all day. Um, so that's a key thing that we do is we enable the CRM to be successful because Badger is actually designed for their day, right? They use it throughout the day to capture notes, to capture, to, to figure out how do I get to the next place? How do I avoid, how do I avoid traffic? Will I make it on time? All these things, we're, 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 we're performing a whole bunch of services that the field rep needs when they're in the field. And one of them is that we're capturing the data, but when that data is captured, because we're integrated with Salesforce and the other CRMs, we're sending that data right back to the CRM. The second they you know, type in their, do their notes and press save, it doesn't, it's not just saving in Badger, it's saving in, in the CRM. And so we've, we've had customers, like, well, you just mentioned, mentioned med device, or uh, dental, we had a customer in the dental space they got a 50% bump in their CRM usage. They were using uh, Microsoft Dynamics, yeah. not Salesforce for that company, but they, they got a 50% bump in their CRM usage as a result of Badger. Like people logged into their CRM 50% more 
once they had Badger in place. It gave them value. Badger was sending, yeah, all of a sudden it was a valuable tool because all the data was coming into it from Badger. And so now the other things that, that the CRM did became useful because the data was in there. And, and so the company was gathering a whole bunch of data, which is important for a lot of reasons. But also the reps actually ended up using it more because now all of a sudden it's a, useful, it's a useful tool. It has all the data in it. Well, if we, look, if we talked about all the things these reps do, the value of just the CRM, they don't even have time to prospect, right? They don't. They don't have the time. They're not by a computer. They, don't, they have quotas. They have existing customers. They don't even have the time. They're, they're, it, it is the one action that will grow their business. They don't have that time. So it doesn't add value. Yeah. You, you add Badger Mapping, all of a sudden it makes their world easier. I am driving every day. I'm in the field every day. I, this, is, this is my world, right? So it's extending... It's almost amplifying the investment in a CRM. It really is, right? And, and, and yeah. which is, and that's a low hanging fruit, right? Because, uh, you know, mm -hmm. we're having this discussion. You know, we can help people with sales development reps, but they don't need to. They can hire sales development internally, right? It's not, it's not, we're not the only way. They can work with Badger Mapping internally, right? So um, there's options well, there. Let's, let's, but let's dig into that a little bit because yeah. I think it's important, right? Um, if, if you're a, if you're a, manager or a VP of sales of a medical device team and this and you're hearing this and you're saying oh yeah well uh, we do have 50 field sales reps and they are super reps they're being their own lead gen they're maintaining existing customers they're they're fixing they're, they're tuning the machines um, should I start splitting out some of these roles uh, a let's talk about how they should go about that and the first thing I would do is split out uh, lead generation um, for, forking who's managing existing customers versus who's closing new deals. So breaking out the AE and the CS, CSA, we call customer success associate yeah. roles. That's a little harder. Um, breaking out the TAM role, so the technical account manager, meaning the person that actually can fix the broken machine, that can be a little harder because maybe if your reps are already showing up and the, the problems aren't that deep, you just have your reps tune the thing when they're there. So this this is all of these breakouts aren't for everyone, I wouldn't say, but I'd say for most people, step one is break out the SDR, so the lead generation role, uh, first. That's step one. That's re that's where you'll see the biggest bump in productivity. And now your question is, how do you? So how do you do that? How do you break out your SDR role? The question is, do you just go out and hire your your first SDR to and do a test of with one with one a couple of people on your team and generating things? You can also you, or do you, or do you do you outsource that slice because it's a well one thing about outsourcing the slice is that you you get the, there's there's tech there's learning how to manage SDRs and it's different than managing salespeople it is. and there's different technology that's required and so one thing that you one a quick way to see to test if this is for you is you can outsource this role you can you know for not that much money hire people to you know. To, to do this for you for a period of time and 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 you can learn hey this is this is efficient for us or or, or it's not I, I'm pretty sure you'll find that it is efficient for you but you can you yeah. can uh, that, that's 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 the worth discussing and I guess I've asked you a lot of questions but what do you what are your no, thoughts I, I, on I it? think it, I think it's an expertise thing right and and I, I think that by definition since it's missing in these industries it it, it does become an advantage to outsource it because there, there's different kinds of outsourcing, right? There's outsourcing to save money and then there's outsourcing to actually gain expertise with people who are leaders, right? And that's, that's what we are at CloudTask. That's that kind of outsourcing. So, mm -hmm. you know, if an industry is kind of scratching their heads about 
how do we train, um, what channels do we use, what playbooks, what strategies. We're not that technology savvy, right? Then I think it makes sense because um, a company like ours or other competitors comes with the strategy, the technology, the management, right? Because in order for us to get the outcomes that we get, it's not, it's not just set it and forget it. We, you hire an SDR, he's going to hit the phones, he's going to be great. Um, we're, we're a little different, right? We, we have a customer success manager that sets up the strategy that talks with you once weekly and monthly and quarterly with reporting. We have a business analyst that actually measures strategies, right? Because if you're, if a salesperson's calling all day long, not getting much, but they're SMS texting and they're getting more SMS texting, you want them spending more time SMS texting, right? And, and uh, a typical sales entry level person doesn't have the ability to really measure their outputs, right? They're focused on getting results. So we include the measurement. So we tell people this is the channel to do. And then listening to phone calls live is, is amazing, right? Because if you're a good measurement in the past of a successful appointment setter or business development rep was how many calls are they making? Are they making a hundred calls a day? Good job, right? Those days are over, right? And I'll tell you why. If I'm calling every day and I'm talking to somebody and I don't have the messaging correct, I could be disqualifying people all day long, right? So calling is no longer an amazing thing. Saying the right thing is. So we include actual coaches. Um, our technology called Jiminy, which is another one of our technology partners. We have many of them and we include them all in the salary. Um, what that does is it lets us actually listen to calls in real time because we get up off our desks and go sit next to the rep and say, hey, you know what, John, great call. However, we noticed that you you weren't really asking the right questions or your presentation of product so-and-so wasn't real clear. And, and people, they love that because you're not managing them, you're helping them succeed. So, you know, we at, at CloudTask and some of our competitors, we include technology. So when people hire us, um, they actually get Badger Mapping included. Right, that's how we partner. I don't need to convince a medical or pharmaceutical or industrial company that wants to hire us why they should work with Badger. I just I pay the bill, right? And and you know that that's that's how we work. We have a lot of other technology. So, you know, I would say, where do you want to outsource or hire directly has a lot to do with with your bandwidth and skill. If you have the trainers, if you have the leads, if you have the technology, if you have the coaches, hire internally. It's fine. If you don't want to hire all those positions and buy that technology and you want it all just included in a flat monthly rate, you might want to talk to an organization like ours. You know, we charge $5,000 a month flat salary. Um, we ask for anywhere from 5 to $20 per qualified meeting that goes to the rep. And all the technology, all the management is included. And when you get to a team of four, that salary goes down to 4000 per rep. Um, and when it turns to a team of 11, it goes down to 36 So we, we have a very good... Um, cost-effective price solution, but it also includes all the technology. However, hiring X or Y really comes down to the organization. Do you want to be in the business of SDRs and, and measuring and training them, or do you want someone else to do it? I think it's good for any medical device or any pharmaceutical device or any, or any traditional industry to, to interview and to evaluate, right? Evaluate potentially hiring somebody um, directly through W-2, evaluate hiring an organization and and through that journey i think you'll find out whether or not um one is better or not for you right because it all should come down to the cost per qualified meeting there's a lot more there right there there's a make there's the a lot more going on but at the end of the day if if, if you know that your cost per qualified meeting is 500 bucks um and you close 10 of those your L, your lifetime value of your customer is xyz you could start seeing which option is better or both options, right? We work a lot with existing SDR teams. We see ourselves as just an extension of a team. 
Um, mm -hmm. A lot of the people listening to this might be the first time having these positions. So it might be that we're the first people, but we're just teammates. And I think people need to kind of really evaluate and have a discussion and, and, and come through an awakening, right? If you don't want to do that awakening, work with an outsourced company. If you want to really evaluate what, what options better, investigate, learn more, right? Um, see who the technology players are, see some of the success stories. Um, it also brings me up to a good point, right? Now we're talking about education, Steve, right? And I know that you have a podcast, right? Um, mm -hmm. Do you want to tell everybody about that podcast? Because I just signed up for it. I didn't know you had it. I'm pretty disappointed that I, I didn't listen to it earlier. But I think, <laughs> I think people have a good opportunity to educate before they make a decision, right? Yeah, well, well, don't beat yourself up. I only started it like a year ago. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's called Outside Sales Talk. What we basically do is bring on thought leaders in sales. So people that are an expert of some element of the sales process, we bring them on and I, I interview them and, and have them explain what the, you know, explain their process to our listeners. And so I, I got to write maybe, my phone. <laughs> maybe someone, uh, you know, so like the, the one woman, Joanne Black, um, I don't know if you've heard of her, but Joanne Black is a, she's written like it's two or three books on how how exactly to use referrals at your organization in your sales process to grow business and which, you know, on the face of it is a simple, a simple thing, right? Like everyone would say, Oh yeah, we, if we get more referrals, we'll sell more stuff, obviously, but she's really broken it down and she's literally had a consulting practice for 20 years on helping companies build their business through getting more referrals. And so there's actually a lot to it. I mean, she wrote two or three books on the, on the subject. So I have her on, on the show. And I interview about how companies can can uh, increase sales through referrals, and I ask her a bunch of questions, and and basically, you know, it's hard it's hard to read her two books. It's pretty easy to, as you drive around as a field salesperson, listen to you know the thirty minute podcast about her her explaining it all, right? So it's uh, and that's basically the playbook. I've done it with forty or so, maybe forty five. I don't even know sales thought leaders, and who and they're all an expert in something, and. You know, you would hire these guys for ten grand to come do your sales kickoff, um, and talk to your reps for an hour or two. But and you know, the the goal the goal is to get their message out there and and get that value unlocked um, for 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 our you know the people that are uh, that are listening. So it's that that's it's a cool podcast. It's called it's called Outside Sales Talk, and you know, it's not like it's got a plot through all of them or anything. You can if you're just like, oh yeah, I just I just want to learn about referrals. You can just learn listen to the referral one or if you're like, oh I want to learn learn how to what the tricks to giving great presentations are, you can listen to, you know, another sales thought leader who's an expert in that, talk about that. I mean, and we kind of just break down all these different things. It's a it's a really fun thing for me to do because I get to talk to all these people who are super sharp and they'll actually they'll actually return my calls because they, you know, they can see that I have this you know really popular sales podcast so they want to be on it because it gets their message out there because if if you listen to joanne's podcast you're like oh my god this is this is what we need at our organization you know you can hire her for 10 grand to come speak to your old sales team and then you at the sales kickoff and then you know they'll they'll uh, they'll have heard the message whereas if you just fire, send around the podcast link to them maybe they'll listen to it maybe they won't but um everyone remembers you know having a speech so they they all like doing it because they get their message out there and, uh, and I like doing it because it's like, like I, my listeners get their message, but at a discount, the discount of free. <laughs> well, we live in an amazing so. world where there's, there's so much value. I'm like, I listen to John, John Barrow's morning, morning talk on my wait, walk, you know, my walk to gym today at five thirty in the morning. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and it's we live in an amazing world where, where people are helping. Right. And I think that's yeah. why you and I have had a good synergy, right? Because I think your technology helps 
uh, fuel sales reps hit their goals and gain efficiencies, which ultimately lets them invest more in their product or service, right? To make it mm -hmm. better. And Klaus yeah. asked here, we, we build this company so leaders can focus on that product or service um, and not get caught up in all the technology and strategies and just get a managed workforce. So I think there was alignment between the people we're helping, which was great. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And then I look forward to the following. If, if you would let me on that, that amazing podcast you have, I think a great next conversation would be for us to take a really good life example and, and mm -hmm. show the people who are you know, listening to this podcast, actually show them uh, the day-to-day, -day. show them the day-to-day -day in SDR, show them how, uh, how the, the, the process and strategy with the human works in conjunction with your technology. And we'll bring yeah. on um, a live CEO of a medical device company. Um, I, I know of him right now because we're doing an amazing job. Um, we're hitting about five qualified meetings per rep per week. Um, mm -hmm. Companies went from zero to two million. We, we had a great part of that. The ladies are actually now closing deals, which is awesome. So this has been an awesome conversation, but it is not the last because this topic um, has a lot more to discuss, right? We even discussed customers. Yeah. We left that alone, right? So I appreciate mm -hmm. you taking the time to chat with me. Um, you talked about where the people could find you on the podcast. I signed up. I downloaded it. Maybe you can quickly tell our audience listening today where they can find you if they, if they want to, you know, go right to investing $30 yeah. a month and becoming efficient, right? Because it's, it's the cost of maybe a cocktail, right? Or two yeah. cocktails. Um, two cocktails, depending right? where you're buying. Yeah, if you're in Miami, <laughs> maybe, maybe one and a half cocktails they'll get. So maybe right. you can tell them right. where to find you. I'm sure they will. Uh, take sure. You know, so Badger Maps, just, you know, you can Google Google it uh, to land land on the web page. And, and we have a free trial, so you can actually kick the tires for a month to make sure it's really viable for your reps. We get we get it all set up for you. I have a team of people that, that set up customers. And, um, you know, so it's it's really pretty turnkey, pretty easy to deal with. Uh, it's not, not a headache or anything. And it's cheap. It's 35 bucks a month per rep. Um, so, you know, it's definitely worth checking out if you have a field sales team, you know, gain, the efficiencies gained to not zigzag around town, but actually have a good plan to get in front of your best, your best uh, and most, most valuable accounts is, is really very valuable. Uh, personally, you can find me on LinkedIn, you know, just look up Steven Benson, um, maybe add the word Badger in there uh, to make sure you get the right Steven Benson. But, but I'm, you know, I'm the CEO of Badger Maps, so I'm, I'm easy to find. Um, yeah, easy check to out find, the podcast. Easy to find and ready to help. I'm like, that's the one thing. I, it's you would be happy to answer any questions about efficiency. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, I, I, this, I, I mean, I live to have these conversations. I literally, I took a road trip last, uh, early last year. I just drove around America. I drove like 14,000 miles or something in seven weeks and visited a hundred of my top customers. And, uh, just to like sit down with them, see what, how they're using the product, see how they're, you know, see what they like, see what else they'd like us to do. And actually, this was one of the key, the topic of this conversation was one of the key things I took away from that trip is that these guys aren't, these companies that were our customers in general were not leveraging the concept of breaking out your lead gen from your AEs. And, uh, and that was, and I, I, I advised a ton of them to do that. I was, that, 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 I would, that, that was one of my key points to them is like, hey, if you, you got 20 field salespeople running around in the field, hire four, eight, hire four SDRs to, to uh, support them from inside and the whole, the value, the, the efficiency, the whole team will raise. And that, that was a key, that, that was a, a key message there. And I that was a, an amazing trip. I, but anyway, yeah, I love talking to people about this stuff. So I think if we can get SDRs in, into medical device and in, into pharmaceutical, into these traditional industries, I'm leaving a few out. I think 
I think their territory managers are going to say, I have way too many meetings. I'm too busy building pipeline. You need to hire an account manager. And I think that separation we talked about will come naturally from the, from generating business, mm -hmm. right? Because that's one thing that leaders look at. They look at generating business. They know the value of a customer. They know their LTV, right? So if we can yeah. help people, it, we're helping the whole chain, right? And, which is a good, it's a good feeling. Steve, we can keep talking for a long time and we will. Um, I appreciate you taking the time and chatting with me. Yeah. I'll probably keep Thanks chatting. Thanks for having me today. Uh, yeah, so, so, so thanks again, and um, we look forward to that follow-up uh, when you invite us on to your uh, yeah, podcast. Yeah, that'll be, it'd be, it'll be my pleasure to have you on the, on the podcast. That'll be a lot of fun. All right, Steve. Thanks, man. Take All care. All right, thank you. Bye-bye.